0: Hi, everybody. It's Ashley here and welcome back to Dollar Dalla Bills. It is the first of the year. It's January 3rd, 2022. And I just wanted to take the time in this podcast episode to talk about New Year's resolutions. Everybody's thinking about them at this time of year. Everybody's making them. Uh, I hope you're making them and thinking about your short-term goals for 2022, uh, but also your long-term goals, what, what you want to accomplish in, in three three years, five years, ten years. And hopefully money is a part of that conversation, both with yourself, maybe with your spouse or significant other, with your family. Uh, I think it's always very important to talk about goals and to talk about what you want kind of out of your life and out of your money With those around you so they can help one keep you accountable but also be accountable themselves Uh, and you guys can kind of drive toward similar goals I think that's that's always really important so uh, I wanted to really spend some time in this episode talking about what you can and should do to set yourself up for a successful year but you know and also ensuring that you're you're spending time and focus on maybe some of your other new year's resolutions if you have travel aspirations If you have big events coming up, if you have, you know, big things that you're trying to save up for, making sure you have kind of the right mindset when it comes to your money and how you want to allocate it and how you want to contribute it for the year. It's always important to start off, you know, the very first part of the year, really thinking about that the year in full and that helps you kind of, you know, plan and and not spend out of control and and really focus on what, what you should be and can be spending your money on. So wanted to start it off with my own um goals and, and kind of what we've what we've established as a family and, and what we wanna do financially, but also travel-wise and you know, we have some big milestones coming up ourselves and what that means for how I'm gonna allocate money, both you know, throughout the year, but monthly, weekly, daily, how I can really utilize the the goal setting to to kind of help me act in a certain way. Uh, on a daily basis. I think that's, that's extremely important. So again, we have some big goals in mind. So we are really looking forward to paying off our house, bought the house in 2018. So we've had it for, you know, a little under three and a half years. We want to pay it off in the next five years. So that's That's, you know, in less than 10 years total. So that's kind of a big goal of ours. Put 20% down whenever I initially bought the house. I bought it myself. So I'm, you know, proud to say that. And and that was a very big accomplishment for me. But so one of the goals that we have this year is, you know, not only do we have a 15-year mortgage, we actually reduced that down about a year and a half ago when interest rates started going down. But we just were shy of when they, they really started hitting rock bottom. But we we already refinanced to a fifteen year mortgage, and so we're already kind of paying more at a lower interest rate on, towards our mortgage monthly. But on top of that, we've been setting goals every year to put a lump sum additionally down on the on the house. We could really fast track paying it down. The First year we started doing that, it was ten thousand uh, in that year that we wanted to put down. Last year we successfully put down twenty thousand on top of our um, existing mortgage, and. It, you know, you can do this at any point. Uh, if you, obviously the sooner the better in the year, it just gives you kind of more bang for your buck, but not not so much that you need to stress out and, and lose sleep over putting it down, you know, in January or in February. You can wait until the end of the year. We typically do it mid-year or, or you know, in the September timeframe potentially. Worst case, I think that's when we did it last year. But this year we've increased that, like I said, every year by 10,000. So, so this year we want to put down 30,000. So that's a really nice big goal of ours. It'll get our mortgage, our total mortgage payment under $200,000. So that's a huge milestone for us. And it helps us see money and kind of see, see that financial security that we're aiming for. Really, really, The goal of money, and I will always quote Susie Orman, she is kind of my celebrity mentor when it comes to, you know, finances and really, really utilizing your finances appropriately. But her motto is always, you know, you want your money to make you feel secure. And so for us, putting more money towards the house allows us to feel that financial freedom, financial security. We have more equity in the home and, you know, less overall debt, lower mortgage, Uh, So if anything happens, you know, like 2020, if we, either of us lose our jobs, if anything happens to the market, if there's any kind of uh, instability that comes into our lives, we feel more secure because our home is that much closer to being paid off, which is, would be a huge security for us. So that is one of our big financial goals of the year. Um, Another one that we have just personally, and you know, this is one that I will continuously talk about on the podcast and talk about you know, with, with anyone I, I work with financially and their own personal goals is you want to have at least an eight month emergency. And that eight month emergency is you need to base that off of what, what your expenses are per month. Let's say you're spending $5,000 per month, but you know, maybe a thousand or 1500 of that are pretty frivolous. So if you needed to, if, if someone lost a job, uh, tomorrow you could, you could eliminate that, you know, thousand fifteen hundred $1,500, so let's say you know let's take that down to to four thousand dollars. So what you'd want to do is make sure you have four thousand times eight months. Uh, so that's about thirty two thousand dollars in savings. That money, in my opinion, I think it's best to put us completely aside. So maybe opening up another savings account where you can put that money aside. You don't touch it. You have it there always. You know, maybe you put in five dollars or so. Uh, every couple of months or half a year just so you don't incur fees with inactivity. But that money shouldn't be touched. That's that's money for absolute emergency. Like I said, y- you lose a job. Um, something happens health-wise in your life. Um, you know, God forbid any you know, car accident or any other true emergency situations happen, you have that money. You don't have to worry. Again, it, it builds security. So one of our goals is to start doing that we had already had a pretty reasonable emergency fund, but we we actually used a lot of money, um, a lot of our savings last year to pay off cars, to again put money towards a house, to um, invest in our existing property, so our backyard, um, et cetera. So some of those, some of that kind of forced us to to have our savings account dwindle a bit. So what I'm trying to do this year is set up a separate account, kind of what I alluded to earlier, where we can set that money aside, don't touch it and don't see it. So that is money that we have in an emergency. And and I have a particularly aggressive goal because again, having a decent amount in savings makes me feel secure. Even though it's not earning a significant amount of interest, we still have other interest bearing Investments that we'll focus on in, in other podcasts. But that money is safe, secure, untouched. We have it in a separate account. We don't use it unless we need it in emergency. Right now, we have about $30,000 in that account um, that we've moved over. And then throughout the year, my goal is to build that up to $50,000. My goal for the following year is going to build that up to $100,000. That's kind of my, my end goal where I feel. Like we will feel very, very safe and secure if I have $100,000 in my savings that is separate from anything we need for, you know, monthly expenses, but also big expenses like going on trips, so on and so forth. So that's another big financial goal goal that we have this year. And, you know, so what, how I'm actually doing that to make sure it doesn't seem kind of like a big financial goal on top of the $30,000 we're putting towards the house, is by taking out uh, monthly transfers in small chunks from our existing savings account into this new savings account of about $1,700. So we have the money to do that. It's already happening. So I will inherently meet my goal, feel really good at the end of 2022 that I have this new savings account building up slowly without feeling the financial burden of, oh my God, it is January 3rd. And I'm, I need to have $50,000 in savings um, to allocate towards these things, you know, this year. So there's ways that you can go about um, taking small chunks and small baby steps, small actions to build up that financial freedom and to really feed into your financial goals for the year. But it's good to talk about them up front and then put together a game plan of how you're going to make it happen. The same thing um, that we're doing for the house is we're going to wait probably till mid-year and assess where our savings account is. The savings account not allocated to emergency fund. Uh, We probably won't have that $30,000 in there just yet. So it'll probably be closer to October before we can actually put that money towards the mortgage. And that's okay because we're still doing it this year. We're doing it comfortably. We're not losing sleep over it. And we're making sure that we are accomplishing the goals that we're setting for us that are very realistic, timely. You guys probably have heard of SMART goals. Uh, So really specific, measurable, actionable. I can't remember what the R stands for, but also timely. So making sure that all of those things are hit uh, in your goals when you talk New Year's resolutions it's a very similar concept if you can get this down for financials it 's very, very similar for anything else in your life. You know we specifically have some big travel goals which i 'll talk about because that will also require some financial savings um, and some financial goals to be met in order to make that happen. But you know weight loss goals everybody talks about you know you kind of you have a goal, I want to lose weight, right? I want to lose weight January fourth i 'm going to be in the gym you know every day um and then february you kind of lose steam right so you go in you go you, you let's say you go to the gym 20 times in january but because you don't have a specific goal and it's not timely and it's not measurable it's not something that you can have a start and finish it is going to be impossible for anybody to to achieve that goal first of all i want to lose weight okay well how much weight do you want to lose what's reasonable, what's realistic for you, and, and what's healthy. And there's also other ways to do that, by the way, than just going to the gym. You know, you can really focus on, on eating healthy, you know, focus on eat, maybe eating more vegetables, eating X amount of vegetables per week, eating X amount of fruits per week, maybe drinking a smoothie for breakfast every day during the week instead of skipping breakfast, um, or instead of, instead of having a a high fat, high caloric content breakfast. So, It really, some of these tools and some of these mindsets that I'm trying to instill here will help you guys in the future with other goals that you have. And New Year's resolutions can be extremely powerful and can be extremely important. We've actually changed the term a bit in in our household from New Year's resolutions to goals. Um, So just setting goals per year. It's really, really good to set short-term goals and some, some people do midterm goals, so one to five year, and then long-term goals, so five to 10 or longer. And it's good to do that because those will help you stay on track and you'll feel really good and really accomplish with some of those goals. So another goal that we have for 2022, um, and actually a very big milestone for us, is we're getting married. So... In June of this year, we are going to Costa Rica and we are getting married and really kind of making a trip and an experience out of it with our family and friends. Well, we also have a financial goal and target in mind for that wedding. And of course that includes travel there. It includes staying at the resort and it includes the wedding itself. So that's another goal that we have about $20,000 allocated towards. Um, And of course, you know, that's a little more time sensitive than the house. So again, when you, when you assess your goals and you assess when certain things need to happen, keep that in mind. Don't, don't let some of those financial quote unquote burdens stress you out. Like if we don't pay, you know, 30,000 towards the house until December 31st, 2022, we will still be hitting our goal. And we'll probably feel more comfortable with the money that we we've, we've spent for the year we've allocated towards the wedding we've allocated towards our emergency fund. Uh, and we'll feel really good about it. We'll full, we'll still have fulfilled our, uh, our goals for the year. We'll all of our, uh, responsibilities and what we are wanting to achieve for the year will have will happen, but we will also feel good and secure and safe and, and, and happy. So, so we can still use money to enjoy experiences in life and we can also use money to continuously allow us to feel secure, you know, and then on top of that, paying off, you know, our monthly, uh, our monthly expenses. Cause that's obviously the most important thing. Uh, we want to make sure that we can allocate for that separately. So, you know, th- that that and I think that's the other thing about New Year's resolutions is sometimes we put a lot of things on our plate. And I will tell you, we have we do that every year. And then I find myself pushing those those goals if if I do that. So really be mindful of what you can physically and personally handle. Everyone has a different threshold. If you're a single person, you can probably handle more than, you know, a mom or a single mom of of many kids. You know, we are lucky enough where we have two people who are very driven uh, in our household, and we have one son, and uh, so so he takes up a lot of our time. But you know, we still make the time to allocate to, you know, to to goals. And and it's important to to have to have yearly goals, but not to push yourself and to drive yourself crazy and to burn out quickly. Cause that is that's not that's not the point. It's really to grow both personally, you know, spiritually, emotionally, financially every year. That is what we should all strive for. So, you know, again, one of our big goals is a wedding. So for the first half of the of this year, that is gonna be what we're allocating our energy and our finances to. Um, not only that, but of course we're trying to be, you know, traditional and we're having a bachelor and bachelorette, you know, trip. And of course, you don't have to go all out and, and make a trip of it and go out of state, but we wanted to do that. We enjoy traveling. Traveling is kind of key to to our lives. We love going places and and experiencing things, and we we see our money being allocated towards that. As being an investment in ourselves, an investment in our lives, it, it makes our lives richer and more enjoyable. And you know, so anyways, that's also part of what we're doing before June. So not only do we have the wedding in June, but we have you know our two respective trips that we're allocating money towards as well. So again, finances are really such a core piece of how we spend, enjoy, and um, and allocate our our time in our lives. And so making sure that we do it appropriately and understanding the you know, the underlying requirements that go into it financially is extremely important because you don't want to overdo it, um, but you also want to make the most out of your life. You only live once, you only have one life. Um, you might as well make the most of it and do, do everything you can possibly do. So that's what we try and do, but really be mindful, be, be very mindful of, what your budget can handle also. You know, we're 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 lucky where we have two pretty good incomes coming in. So, we're able to have some big financial goals and also do some really exciting things. But we also understand that, you know, hopefully if everything goes well, there'll only be one wedding in our life. We probably won't have a honeymoon since our wedding is going to be destination wedding and we'll probably try and plan a really big international trip next year. But for now, you know, our focus this year is wedding paying down the house and really just focusing on in our, our emergency fund and building that up so we, we feel really safe and secure and, and we feel good with those goals. I think, I think that's, that's important. It's, it's important so that you feel good with your goals, not anybody else. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or says. You need to make sure your goals align with your life and the ability to accomplish them and how they're going to make you feel. And I think that's what New Year's resolutions really should be about. So that's really all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Looking forward to the next time we get to talk. We'll have something great planned for you. And, um, you know, keep keep thinking financially secure. Keep being open and transparent with your money and honest with your money. And only great things are going to come your way. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.